0: Hey, hi. Welcome to the podcast. I'm your host, Alisa Williams, and you're listening to Honestly, You're Doing Fine. Hey, so this is the one where I tell you what this podcast is going to be about. The things we're going to get into on here, and who I am as a person, and what ground I have to stand on as far as it comes to talking about parenting, especially to an audience of people, however big or small that might be on here, but listen, I have a very interesting background when it comes to child rearing and parenting and all the things, and I'll get into that, but for the most part, what you can expect from this podcast, at least what I hope you leave feeling, is that honestly you're doing fine. Honestly, if you are here listening to this and you're, you've you searched for a parenting podcast of any sort, like you're doing more than other people are around you, and you deserve a little pat on the back. We're all doing our best. It's a very weird time to be a parent. The modern age of parenting is so very strange with all of its enormous expectations and lack of resources and its childcare crisis and the generational divide and the lack of the village and all the things that we're going to be talking about in here, really. So let's start with me. Hi, I'm Elisa. I'm your host. You would hope that the person talking about parenting to you on a podcast is parent. So yes, I'll confirm I am a parent. I'm a mom. I'm a boy mom. And if you were to, well, talk about my boys actually real quick. I have a three-year-old and he's sweet as pie and I can't stand him and I love him and it's (sighs) it's a trip. It's so much fun and so hard. (laughs) And then I have a five month old who's just like the happiest little clam. And I'm sure if he's anything like his brother, he will keep me on the edge of my seat at all moments, all the time. These kids, they keep me sharp. So yeah, boy, mom, if you were to put a label on my parenting style, I, uh, there's three things here. One, what i picture a happy kid and a happy childhood to look like is a kid coming home at the end of a long day with a scraped up knee and a big goofy smile and tousled hair that smells like the sun cuz they've been outside all day and just like filthy and covered in mud and pockets full of sticks and rocks right like that's that's a child that's had a good day <laughs> and then like philosophy Listen, when I had my first kid, I thought I was like a whole Montessori mom thing. And then I got into that and the elitist mentality that comes with going with any kind of niche pedagogy 100%. I don't identify with that. And I've learned that over the years. And I'm a gentle parent. I'm a mindful parent. But I also have my moments and I'm still learning and doing better and trying to be better, as I'm sure a lot of you are. And listen. I need you to know that as much as social media makes it seem like gentle parenting is the way to go and it's the only thing people are doing now, I can confirm, I can tell you both by working in so many other people's households as a nanny, which I'll get into, but also being out in the wild with all the other parents at the parks and at the mommy and me playgroups and all that kind of shit. Not everybody is gentle parenting their kids. Okay. Some people are straight up screaming at their kids in public and, It's a whole thing. If you're even considering being gentle, you're doing better than the majority out there, I'd say, so far. We're in a weird transitional time where, like, people are trying to deal with their shit from their childhood and trying to be better parents for their kids, but they're just not sure how to do it yet. So we commend everybody, wherever they are, on their parenting journey and trying to be better, but also realize that, you know, we're not quite there. And I don't know if we will ever be there because – People are always going to be learning how to be a better parent and being triggered by things by their kids and learning how to not be. <laughs> it's it's a lot, isn't it? Yeah. So mom, boy mom, before I was a mom and trying for my second kid, I had a bit of a journey with fertility. I wouldn't call it infertility, but we had a handful of losses and that coupled with the birth trauma from my first birth experience with my son, led me to become a doula, which is the most incredible thing uh I'm a birth doula, so I've seen babies get born, and i can't I can't tell you if there's anything better in this life than watching a, a life come into it. It's incredible. But I'm also a fertility doula, which is super cool and relates back to some of my struggles. But uh, there's also nothing better than helping a family expand and learn all the tips and tricks on how to maybe hopefully make that a smoother journey for them. Or if it's not to kind of walk their hands and teach them their options. That's kind of the gist of what a fertility doula does. I'm not the one doing the IVF, but I can go to appointments with you, you know so doula mom and before i became a mom before i had my fertility issues and throughout all of it actually i was a nanny and i am a nanny still i'm a career nanny long time nanny season nanny whatever you want to call it. i've been doing this thing a decade i've worked in so many people's houses all different kinds of families from ultra privileged to super humble and like really wanted a nanny so budgeted hardcore and made it work and everywhere in, in between, and I respect all of them, and I appreciate all of the different journeys I've been on. I don't really appreciate the really terrible families I've worked for, but they have taught me the hard lessons that have made me a better caregiver, a better nanny, and a better advocate for myself. It's such an intimate and strange job being a personalized luxury childcare worker in somebody's home. It's very, very cool. It comes with a lot of freedoms, but it comes with a lot of struggles you won't know exist until you're in the thick of it. So that's nannying for you. So I come to you with this vast knowledge of, I mean, my own parenting triumphs and struggles, but also the things that I've learned throughout the years as a nanny, nannying for All these people who have all practiced kind of different parenting styles. And I've learned from my mistakes and my growth with it all. And also a lot of the mistakes of the families that I've worked for and and kind of observed. So with all that, with the doula background, I also put myself through college. Um, All this, mind you, being an adult who's always had ADHD and who didn't get help or treatment for that till adulthood, till the tail end of college when I was really struggling. So I, I have to give myself a pat on the back for getting through all of that, right? I got myself a little, a little bachelor of science in public health. And if you don't know what the hell that means, because nobody does, it's like a community health approach. A lot of people go on to do things like epidemiology or they write grants for nonprofits or they become like a... Uh, teach health in some capacity to a community setting, so community health. With that, I got a psychology minor. And I cannot tell you just the small amount of knowledge that you gain through something like that, how helpful that has been both in my career, my personal life, and just like knowing how people's minds work just a little bit. And I also, which kind of ties into this whole podcast got a another minor in gerontology and again if you don't know what the hell that means it's essentially the study of old people i know that doesn't sound very nice but it's the study of the elderly that also doesn't sound very nice (laughs) but that's what it is i took weird ass courses like death and dying and bereavement and i had to do a debate on um like physician assisted suicide and heavy things like that there's a lot of struggles that people in the older 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 generations are dealing with and i always thought that i wanted to help with that and then i realized that my ideals and my personality doesn't mesh with that demographic super super well and i also found it really heavy to be in that setting i learned this during my internship at a long term care facility and the dementia unit, which was not a good time for me or the people living there, paying all that money to be there and not getting the quality of care. And the things I witnessed there made me want to run far away. And so I thought that I would get into occupational therapy, which is pediatric occupational therapy. And then I saw the price tag on a master's degree. And I'd already put myself through bachelor's degree. And so I took a little break and decided to be a nanny. And well, here we are, full circle. I'm at the end of my nannying career with my very last family that I love dearly and going into full-time birth work and things like this and tapping into the creative expression side. So that's me. That's a lot of my background. And a little bit of what the podcast is going to be about. Because we're going to get into all the topics and things that I just talked about. But mostly, mostly what I want to get into on here is modern parenting versus our elders parenting. It's no surprise that things are very, very different now. Parenting is very, very different now, and I'm not sure if you've noticed, but there's a bit of a generational divide (laughs) between our parenting and our elders' parenting. And a lot of people in my age cohort have trouble with some of the unsolicited advice that's given to them, both by family members and also by, like, random strangers in a grocery store. Happens more often than you would think. Lots of projection I think the issue of it comes down to we are trying to do the best and we have all of this access to all of this new knowledge and technology and whatever. And it's put an enormous expectation on modern parents, especially mothers, to like do all the things and do all the things right. And not only like do all the things and do them right, but know all of the new standards and protocols and studies and do all everything just to the utmost of your ability and at the same time not have access to the village that people used to have or at least the ability to be on one income and have one person working while the other person does the child rearing that's not a thing anymore which i know if you're listening to this you you know that right you're probably living it so there's that part where the experience is so very different. And so not being able to take that unsolicited advice should not come as a surprise, but it's internalized by the older generation and taken as, oh, well, they're not taking my advice. They must think that I was a bad parent or they're not doing the things in the same way that I did when I was raising them or I was raising their brothers and sisters or their parents or whatever. And so they must think that the way that I did things is bad. And that's really, really not what it is. What it is is that things have drastically changed. Many studies have come out. Many laws are now in place. Many protocols are now in place. Lack of resources is a thing. Um, it's It's a systemic thing and an individual thing. And even if We do think that the way we were parented or our parents were parented was bad, like straight up bad. We also have to recognize that it was the individual doing the bad parenting, but it might have also been society and the way things were and the governing bodies and the pediatricians that were giving them or feeding them bad advice and feeding them bad practices. And then that, of course, gets put on the kids. So I'm here to Break, chip away at all that to get into the nitty gritty of all of that, of that big conversation. I'm here to help (laughs) with that a little bit, or at least to understand the why. So, we're going to be interviewing people on here. I want to hear about their childhood and the wackadoo things that existed and were done and were commonplace when they were growing up, but also the way that they were doing things with their kids. We're not here to blame or shame or call out anyone. We just want to, I just want to see what it was like then versus what it is now with the things that we know now. And honestly, you are doing fine.